0: Welcome to the Silver and Mature Womanpreneur Podcast, a podcast for and by women over 50, providing faith-building strategies for female entrepreneurs looking to achieve higher levels of productivity, capacity, and growth, where we strive to focus on God's agenda while building our businesses to serve our community with excellence. Welcome to the podcast
1: the pleasure of having sherry benefeld on the show now sherry teaches leaders how to install instructional design best practices brain science methodologies and most of all fun when creating experiences that change the way audience audiences think act and live their lives now that was a mouthful for me i got to tell you sherry Ooh, <laughs> so <I guess. laughs> And so Sherry, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. And uh, yeah, so I wanted to uh, definitely have you on because I know that you bring a plethora of experience and um, just some yummy stuff that I know you want to share with the audience. Welcome to the show, Sherry.
2: Well, thank you for having me. I love plethora too. It's one of my favorite words. We shall have plethora in our lives, right? Plethora, yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) As long as it's good stuff. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Well, it it is a mouthful, but I appreciate that nice
1: introduction.
2: Well, And and I'm thrilled to be here with you today.
1: Thank you, Sherry. I, again, I'm so appreciative of the value that you that you bring to the marketplace. And I wanna I wanna kind of start with where you got started because we were having this conversation prior to hitting this record button. That was it was really interesting. So I want to know how you got started in uh, in your career and. How did you pivot? What, what, what happened? What happened? Because we were talking about the great resignation. And so that's, that's yeah. going on now. And so that kind of started us on a whole new kind of conversation. So share, share.
2: I'd love to. Well, I spent the majority of my career for over 25 years in learning and development and event management. So most recently, my my last job, I was working in associations and I was responsible for all of the learning and development program curriculum um, and all of the events. So that could be anything from small meetings, classroom programs, to large annual conferences and conventions. So, you know, probably upwards to about 100 events a, a year plus all of our other programs, and I loved it. I absolutely Mm -hmm. loved it. I loved all the people I worked with. I loved the work I was doing. It was great, and I learned, uh, you know, so much. And then about 10 years into that, um, I just, well, if I back up just a moment, I knew early on that the the president of the association who had hired me, I knew that he was going to be retiring in 2011. And mm-hmm. we had known that for a long time. And we kind of came up together, and I was part of his regime. And I kind of always knew in the back of my head that when he left, I would leave. And so I sort of, there was like a little a little niggling in the back of my mind, like, hmm, I wonder what's next. Mm-hmm. So when that time came... I thought that I wanted to leave and become a life coach so while I was still working there I went and um, went through life coach certification program and did all that training and uh, when I left my job I decided to be a life coach and that it didn't really take very long for me to figure out that really wasn't what I wanted to do hmm but But what happened was all of the trainers and the professional speakers that I was working with were gravitating to me, and they wanted help building a business as a trainer. So that was, you know, I had all of my knowledge from the association I worked with was an entrepreneurial association, so I had all of that knowledge plus the training and development knowledge, and so I started coaching in that area. Um, and then you know long story short you know we have all these little twists and turns and windy roads um, but it, it all wound up that eventually I kind of found myself right back where I was in this learning and development space helping people to develop courses to um, you know create programs helping coaches and entrepreneurial women a lot of which were very much like me, um, coming out of their their corporate careers, looking for more, looking for a new change. Um, and so I was helping them to develop their programs. And then COVID, which, you know, every good story starts with, and then COVID. Yes, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, and then COVID hit. And I found myself... Um, In high demand really with people looking for help turning those programs uh, onto a virtual platform Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: just help making them effective and um, energizing and you know some you know a a program that is actually high value um, virtually Mm -hmm. where they were used to doing it live so that's where I am today, um, yeah. helping helping people create high value, high engagement programs, and then helping them to produce them in a way yeah. that works, and they can stay focused on yeah. delivering.
1: So there's
2: my long story of my pivot.
1: <laughs> I mean, but that's 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 an amazing uh, story because the thing that I wanted to say. One of the things that you said, without saying it, was that you, the experiences that you brought into your current um, business, a lot of it had to do with what you were already doing. And so... Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons why I wanted to just really bring that out was because the the audience that we're speaking to which are women um over 50 don't a lot of times don't uh understand the value that they bring to the marketplace the experiences the wisdom um you know all of that that we bring to the marketplace is so essential and i was on another podcast um, r- before we jumped on and one of the things that she said was to shop your own closet. And I thought that was yeah, so, yeah. isn't that, isn't that profound? Like yeah. shop your own closet. <laughs> and, and it's yeah. so relatable.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I used to, um, I used to do a lot of coaching with women who were in transition. That was, mm-hmm. you know, one of the iterations of my life. Um, but i i would help them and took them through an exercise called um well it was a, a skills and passions assessment and have them actually spend time figuring out what skills and really you know you you might be a stay-at-home mom for 30 years you have amassed a lot of skills
1: yeah <laughs> in
2: doing yeah. that and i think that so many women just they discard their skills um, because they don't see how they're transferable. Yeah, and how they might benefit them in other, other you know situations. So, yeah, I think if no matter what, by the time you get to fifty, you've got skills that can be transferred and valued in a million different ways
0: absolutely absolutely
1: and so yeah I mean it's um, and and even as I've been having these interviews with you know a lot of women it's it's the thing that keeps surfacing you know where we have felt that way. I mean, because I, I can, I can certainly share the experiences that I've had in in terms of my career, and I never knew exactly how they were going to, um, how I was going to leverage those experiences in the marketplace. But I'm like I'm doing it now, and, and mm-hmm. when when the when it comes to shopping your own closet, it's like. This right now, and the time that the times that we're in right now is the time to be um, i I'm trying to think of the right word it's not imaginative, but there's another word that I can't think of right now, but it's it's time to really think about how you can uh be um I can't think of the word. I'm, I'm at a loss for that word yeah, right now. Yeah, I
2: think I'm tracking with you, though. It's about being creative about yeah. how, how those, those tools that you have could be used in different ways. And, Absolutely. you know, um, I was just having a conversation with a friend the other day about this, this topic of you know the great resignation and the conversations about people don't want to work or what you know what's going on and somebody was saying you know I feel like I'm too old to get back in the job market or yeah. you know and I'm thinking okay so no one stays in careers for 30 years anymore or stays at the same job exactly you know we we come from a generation that was very different That mm. you know 7 10 15 20 years in a job well if you were to c- go to a, an organization today and say listen I've got all these skills I'm not planning to be here for 15 years but neither is anybody else so I promise I'll give you four amazing years <laughs> I mean, why would they turn that down? Right. <laughs> they're, they're doing good if they're going to get two years out of somebody just out of college. So. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. It made me think about uh, what, what's the what's the longest you've ever been on a job? Thirteen years. Oh my gosh, me too. That was the longest really? I <laughs> have. Yes, exactly thirteen yeah. years. <laughs> I worked in corporate – I worked for one company. Now, over the years, you know, I've pretty much been in the same, you know, type of position like, you know, uh, project management, administrative, church administration, you know, things like that, that really uh, leverage – where I was able to leverage my skills and, and, and use them, you know, on the job. And so, but it was definitely, it was exactly 13 years. That is just really interesting. I wonder what yeah. it is about those 13 years.
2: <laughs> I don't know. We finally get a little restless, I think, at that point. <laughs> well,
1: that's exactly, that's exactly what happened to me. I can tell you that. I can tell you that. Um, well, I want to shift a little bit, Sherry, um, So let's talk about what you do, you know, the clients that you have, the clients that you serve, uh, because, you know, I said a whole lot, but I know that you are able to put it into the words that make sense uh, better than what I did in the introduction, maybe,
2: (laughs) You did pretty good. Well,
1: thank you. <laughs> thank you. I tried. Yeah. I tried. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, so just kind of share what it is you you know, in what, what type of clients do you serve? And I know you shared a little bit about that, but let's talk a little bit about, you know the 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 virtual events and the workshops and things like that, you know, the things that you do for your clients and And then I want to move into the, some of the biggest mistakes that you see people make when they're creating a course or a program, because that's what a lot of people are doing now. So, yeah.
2: Yes. Well, um, so I work with clients in two different ways. And they tend to be usually um, similar clients, but they come in two different camps. So I I work with a lot of professional trainers who... um, deliver training in corporate environments so leadership training sales training things like that and they are most of them are independent um, but they're contracted by say an insurance company and so they go in and they conduct sales training programs they bring me in as a virtual producer to help out on the back end so I manage all of the all the technical stuff um, setting up breakout rooms helping attendees if they have trouble with their sound or if they have trouble signing in or um, doing surveys things like that so I manage all the back end so that the presenter can really stay focused on delivering their content and being present for the audience so that's one way. And then the the other way is I work with generally small entrepreneurial companies, almost all women, um, who are building programs and courses and retreats and summits, things like that. But they're really overwhelmed by mm-hmm. all there is to do to put those things together and they want to make sure they do it right so I help them by we walk through their program through all the content and I help them put instructional design methodology behind it so that they're delivering it in a way that sticks because there's no point in delivering a course if nobody's going to remember it tomorrow right true (laughs) so so I help them to design it in a way that's engaging and fun and really has lasting impact Mm. and those you know most of the people that I work with they come to me with you know they kind of all sound the same like I really need help figuring out how to do this Mm. or I tried doing it by myself and I'm just overwhelmed Mm. that's kind of what
1: it sounds like yeah (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and I can tell you with all of the technologies and all of the, you know, things that, the, the, you know, the platforms that's, that's out there that's available, that can be so overwhelming for a lot of people. And so, it can. Um, yeah. And, and so, then, you
2: know, when you talk about mistakes, that's, yeah that's one of the big mistakes is that um, we get so excited about all these new tools and technologies and the flashing lights and whistles and mm-hmm. it's like so when people come to me and they want to know what do you know about this what do you know about that I, I immediately bring them back to what are the objectives for this program what do you want people to know what do you want them to be able to do differently or walk away with and what's the story you want them to tell when they leave your program mm-hmm. and then we can back into okay how are we going to deliver this and I'll tell you what almost 100% of the time it's a simple Zoom platform. It mm-hmm. can do anything that you need and you don't have to get bogged down and spend a bunch of money mm-hmm. on things that are not necessary.
0: absolutely uh, you know it's and, it's
1: if, simple. <laughs> and when you said that because and I don't know about you, but I am one of those who really geeks out on technology, and <laughs> i yeah. I have to stop myself sometimes because you know I'll see this new platform or I see something in my in my Facebook feed or you know somewhere on social media, and I'm like, "Oh, oh, that sounds interesting. Let me go and see how that can work, you know, in my current business or whatever, yeah, and so Let I me just, spend you
2: know, hours researching yeah. this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. exactly and and a lot I of times, you. huh <laughs> I said I hear you, do you do that? Do you do that? Have you
2: found yourself i doing that as well i I have, but i I will tell you. Probably, you know, over the last year or so, I have really put the brakes on it because Mm -hmm. I have figured out, um, you know, especially since COVID, there's so many new platforms coming on yeah, and everybody wants to, you know, give you some extra thing. And Mm -hmm. I just decided, you know what, if I can't do it in Zoom, then I will look at alternatives. Yeah. But it's almost never necessary unless you're getting into like a big corporate conference and there's hybrid elements and, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've even done hybrid programs on Zoom with a few little extra tweaks. Um, We can make it happen really easily.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, even when you were saying that, I just, I was thinking about like this platform that we're using right now is just a conference call line. And so yeah. and so it's not, you know, anything, you know, fancy or, you know, and I've been using this platform for years for many different, you know, types of events and things like that. I've even used, I used this platform even before Zoom came out. Well, not before it came out. I don't remember remember how long it's been since Zoom came out. But I was using this platform before I knew about Zoom. And so. uh, Yeah, so there's the
2: lesson, you know. don't, Don't think you have to have all the newest things. Oftentimes, that's just a way of stalling.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you 100% there, 100%. So what do you think the future of virtual events, what do you see in the future of virtual events?
2: Hmm. That is like the million-dollar question, right? <laughs> uh, I don't think they're going away. In fact, I, I talk to corporations all the time that they're sticking with virtual Mm. They have, um, you know, they have their workforce that is now partially remote. Some mm. are coming back into the office. I was just talking with um, a large media company today. They have people coming into the office like two days a week, and they have people all over the country. They're doing almost all of their training still virtually and then they're supplementing it with the occasional live program Mm -hmm. so like we're working on a training program for all of their sales people it's six weeks virtual with some supplemental um, self-study stuff and then they all come together at the end for two days I mean and from a small small event small business entrepreneurial perspective it gives you global reach yeah. and I don't think that's gonna go away I mean I love in-person events I, I'm sure you do too mm-hmm. there's just no there's no beating it but I also think that we can do just about everything that we could do live we can do virtually if it's facilitated
1: well, yeah. and, and and you know,
0: go ahead. Sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh, I was just gonna say. I mean, just from a networking perspective, mm-hmm. I have met so many more people like you, yeah, uh, through virtual networking than I ever would have me going to in person networking events.
1: Yeah, you know, and as as you were saying that, I was thinking about the the only thing that I think for me that is a, has been a challenge in terms of the virtual experience is that I'm a hugger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and But, but that's, that's not to say that uh, – well, I'm saying that because that's probably the only thing that I miss. I am a hugger. Now, by the same token, I am a homebody. So, if I have to choose between the two, I'm going to do virtual. <laughs> I'll just do a virtual hug, right? <laughs> so. Right.
2: And we can create ways to do that. It doesn't feel the same, but yeah. you can still create ways within your event, within your community, to give each other virtual hugs.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think that, so, you know, I'm like. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, I think they're here to stay and we're going to keep on doing it and we're yeah. going to learn and
1: uh yeah. 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 And 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 honestly, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I am really Me okay too. with that. Yeah. Uh like I said, I am a home, I am a homebody and uh I mean, I you know, I have friends who are like, "Oh my gosh, you know, I just, you know, I miss meeting people in person and things like that." Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't right? miss the traveling to an event or the, you know, all the stuff, the, the preparation, you know, um, mm-hmm. that it takes in, in order to, you know, meet in person and things like that. And the biggest thing for me is like traveling to, you know, an event or if it's at night or if it's, you know, whatever it is, you know, I, I just I just prefer just. The commute time is like five minutes.
2: <laughs> right. I so, know, isn't that nice.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. But
2: not have to wear real pants.
1: Exactly. I wasn't gonna say that, but <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're all thinking it come on. Well yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that kinda brings me to the next, you know, uh a uh, question about virtual uh, programs. Is it really possible for virtual programs to be as engaging as a live event? Mm. What are your thoughts on that?
2: I absolutely think it is. And again, it it comes down to good facilitation skills. And I think, you know, that also ties to the question you were asking before about biggest mistakes is, you know, one of the biggest mistakes people make is that they think that it's going to be easy. Mm. And, It's not and it's not easy to put on a good live event either so you know when when you're doing a virtual program you have to be really intentional about facilitating the process facilitating um, one of my favorite tools is breakout rooms um, Mm -hmm. which reminds me I'm going to share with your audience a gift and it's about exactly this Um, and it's about um facilitating effective breakout rooms, and that you can make or break an event mm. by how you how you facilitate these um, conversations in breakouts um so they're they're just one of my favorite tools in my whole arsenal. When you think about having live events and you think about what happens at a table, when you have table group exercises or you get people standing up with a flip chart or that kind of thing where they're really engaging with each other, you can do that virtually in breakout rooms. Mm. So I love that. Mm. Um, But it takes you as a facilitator being really good at some things, um, I'm really good at giving great instructions, I'm really good at understanding the intention behind what you're doing and what you want them to get out of it, and just figuring out too how it plays into the bigger picture of your program. So I, I really think that just about anything that you can do live, you can do virtually yeah. and I'm a fan of getting creative, like getting, I love to get people up out of their chairs, you know, we're in the middle of a of a workshop and I'll say, you know, okay I want you to get up and I want you to go and find something in your house that is red and has legs and bring it back and show it to us Wow, people just- are like, what? <laughs> I don't have anything red with legs, it would be amazing You'd be amazed to see what they come back with, you know. It, it might be an apple and they stick two toothpicks on the bottom of it to, to make legs.
1: No. Um, but it gets people up and moving and then they get to talk about that.
0: Yes. So.
1: You know, Sherry, you know you just gave me an idea for our networking event, right? Oh, good.
2: Oh, good. I'm going to be ready. Is it red with legs?
1: <laughs> I yeah that that I mean that's such a I mean that's such a great idea uh to get people up and and moving and engaged because one of the things that we do with yeah. our networking event is you know I, I I tend to ask you know a question <clears throat> um yeah. you know that's going to get people uh you know thinking about whatever it is you know and it, it may be I, and I don't remember when you were there Well, you always
2: have really fun questions.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's designed to get people to just kind of relax and not be so formal and not, I, I don't, we didn't want it to be like the typical networking events where you have your introduction, you pass out your virtual business cards and, you know, whatever. You know, but we wanted it to be very engaging and we wanted it to be a place where people felt safe and get to know each other on a different level, you know. And so that was the reason why we started, you know, incorporating those questions from day one. And um, and so, but I love what you just said, you know, about uh, you know getting up and find something red and bring it, you know. That right there, I, I, yeah. I'm, more, I I'm I'm letting you know upfront that I might steal that idea. <laughs>
2: Okay, good. Please do. That's what, you know, i steal it shamelessly. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, because seriously, you've been there. We've all been there where we're on this virtual event, whether it's, you know, a webinar or a workshop or whatever. And next thing you know, you're checking your email and yes. your you know. It's really hard to keep people engaged and yes. especially when they have, uh, you know, they have the whole world at their fingertips in front of them. That's so right. if you can make them engage with you every, you know, I try to get people engaged at least once a minute
1: Yeah, because otherwise they're gone. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's that's I, I I guess I would say that was that's probably one of the biggest challenges to virtual um, events is because people tend to multitask and mm-hmm. you know they find something else they think about something else that they need to do and they may turn their camera off and go and and then uh, you know turn their camera off go wash the dishes or check laundry you know <laughs> yeah. or what have you. <laughs> And yep. so it's definitely, you know, um, I, I love, you know, that that tip that you just gave. Now, do you have some other tips that you'd like to share with the audience uh, that will help them to have more engaging uh, virtual events? Oh, boy.
2: Well, I, I'm always full of tips, um, but I think some of my favorites are... You know, really you know first of all, know your audience, mm-hmm. uh, which seems really simple, uh, but I see people ignore that a lot too, so understanding where they're coming from so that you can you know really better relate to them. Um, I'm a big fan of handouts and mm-hmm. worksheets, so when I talk about engagement, having them. You know with something to do that requires their attention keeps them with you so there's you know besides just that engagement when you have handouts and you're delivering handouts either like I always deliver them through the chat so people Mm -hmm. can download them or, or deliver them ahead of time you're also increasing the perceived value of your program because now they've got something tangible that they can keep afterwards. It contributes to their long-term memory. Um, It allows them or it allows you to deliver more content because Mm -hmm. what might be on that handout might be more than what you're going to deliver live. Yeah. Um, And it stays with them as a lasting resource. So, huge fan of handouts um, yeah. that's one tip um, boy there are so many others um, yeah I'll give, you one, I'll give you one more yeah uh, here's here's one is don't try to t- put too much into your program the human brain is really only capable of remembering a very small percentage. And when we talk about percentages, uh, in, in a learning pyramid, uh, the very top of the pyramid, less than 10%, maybe 10% max, of information that is delivered via lecture is going to re- be recalled 24 hours later. Mm. Wow. So just let that sink in for a minute. Wow. A lot of times I see event hosts, and this is true live or virtually, they they think, oh, if I talk faster and I say more, I got to get all this in because they need to hear this. Yeah. Well, they might hear it, but they're not going to remember it. So figure out what is the most important. And deliver that. Mm. I always say three key objectives um, per hour. So if you've got, you know, a a one-hour session, focus on the top three
1: things you want people to know. Got it. That's that's really good because a lot of times we, we, you're so right, you know, we want to just, we feel like the more we give them, the more valuable they're going to think it is.
2: <laughs> yeah, and the opposite is true.
1: Because right. they walk
2: away, and then the next day they go, oh, yeah, that Altrema, she was really nice, and it was it was fun. I don't know what I really took away. I mean,
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> I couldn't quote anything. Or right. But <laughs> I learned, but she's awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh that's so hilarious
2: yeah <laughs> oh my Let's goodness focus on you know what do you want them to be able to say tomorrow if they're gonna I always say one of my favorite sayings that you probably will hear a lot is what's the story you want them to tell yeah. so if you have people leave your program and they go home and they talk to their family or they have cocktails with their friend tomorrow what are they gonna say about mm-hmm. your program what are they going to teach others that they learned from
1: you? Yeah, yeah. And that is so, so important. Uh, and I love those tips that you shared. Um, <clears throat> um, now, what are some exciting things that you have coming up? And for those that are interested in working with you, how what's the best way to reach you? And I know you do have... You know, a free gift, and we're gonna, you know, put all that in the show notes and everything like that. But what are some exciting things you got coming up?
2: Well, right now, um, you know, I am, I'm focused on just working with my clients one on one. So, Mm -hmm. I, I would love to talk with anybody who, you know, if if you are an event host and you're feeling overwhelmed or you're thinking about putting a program together. You just don't really know where to start. I would love to just talk with you. Um, I love connecting with people on LinkedIn. Um, I'm Sherry Benefeld on LinkedIn. That's my favorite way. Okay. Um, and then, um, like you said, I I created this um, e-book that I, I actually just published it, and you are the very first to... Have it. In fact, the only I'm not going to be distributing it anywhere else. Oh. Um, and it's it's really just for um, those people that are looking to develop high impact courses. It's an ebook called "Deliver High Impact Virtual Events Using Expertly Facilitated Breakout Sessions," and it's got loads of information in there. Yes. So you can. Find it at waybeyondordinary.com slash dreamer.
1: Yes, I know, I know. I feel so, I saw that in the email. I'm so excited about that. I felt very special. Yeah, you should. Yeah. That's um, so very so that's cool. that's fun
2: stuff. And then besides that, on Tuesday
1: I'm going to Fargo to visit my family. Oh, okay, okay. Well, Awesome. Fargo. You well, know when you said when you said Fargo, it Wasn't there a movie uh, Fargo yes or something there like that? was. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's going to be cold, huh? It is. I'm looking
2: <laughs> so forward to that. But I think that um, by the time this podcast airs, I will be back in sunny Florida, where I am right. warm and cozy.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. yeah. yeah, definitely by the time the, the podcast you know, airs, for sure you, you know, you'll be back.: Well, Sherry, I uh, so appreciate you and I thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, will it's you been come so back fun talking with you? Yes, yes. And will, would you come back if I, um, when I extend this invitation? Like I'm doing it on air absolutely. right now? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I absolutely will. Yeah, it's so we'll, much fun. We'll talk
2: about the next steps.
1: That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. So I so appreciate you. And again, as I said, all the information will be on the show notes and people will be able to contact you. Thank you so much for... Uh, coming on the show and sharing all of this valuable information I know is going to help my <clears throat> my my fellow female entrepreneurs over fifty they're definitely going to be blessed by uh, this information, and so I'm so excited about it and uh, can't wait to air these podcasts i'm I'm having such a ball I'm really having a blast with these and so um, everybody awesome. has been so gracious, and you've been gracious with your time and everything. So, yeah, yeah. Well,
2: I appreciate being here, and I love your mission. And, ladies, you know, you have got way more in you than you give yourself credit for. So, mm-hmm. I, I actually want to just um, end with this. I have on my um, screensaver or my mm-hmm. wallpaper yes. on my computer a uh, saying. It says, "It's not too late." You're not too old. You are right on time,
1: and you are better than you know. Mm, I love that. We're definitely going to use that one in the show notes as well. So, yes, thank you so much for that. And it's a, it's, it's always, it's a constant reminder. We need those reminders because society, you know, is, is pushing us aside. But we're a force yeah. to be reckoned with. Let's just be clear on Yes, that. we are. <laughs> yes, we are. So, yeah. Well, Sherry, again, thanks a lot. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, and, you know, happy Thanksgiving and, you know, enjoy your time with your family. And, uh, yeah, have a great weekend. All that wonderful stuff.
2: You, you too. Until next time.
1: Until next time, my dear. Happy
0: Hi, this is Aldreema Harper, and thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you got value for where you are in your entrepreneurial endeavor. And if you'd like to know more about how I can further serve you, simply go to CoachDrema.com. Again, that's coachdreama.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Have an amazing day.